You want to you scrap this intro? Let's scrap this intro. Yeah, this is total shit. Listeners and welcome to another episode of Hey, I've Got an Idea Show. That there is my brother, Mason, total shit intro, Williams. And that over there is my brother, makes us redo it, Williams. And, and no one will ever know. Yeah, so good. So good. Hey, Mason. Yes, Luke. What are we, what are we going to make today? Well, uh, this episode is... I'm ready. I got... This episode is a... Got my gloves on. I put on gloves. gloves. I put on gloves for this idea. Also, I can clearly hear you rubbing your hands, and it didn't sound like you had gloves on. They're very thin. Okay. Well, this episode is a doubleheader, because we had two guests last episode, and they each gave us an idea, uh, so we have to invent... A robot, mm-hmm. and also we have to invent pasta. And I am expecting we can combine those, make a robot that creates pasta or a robot made of pasta or something like that. Okay, uh, sounds good. I've got, I've got a couple of ideas for approach. All right. Okay. Well, now before we begin, I just wanted to address something. Okay. Uh, because I've been listening to our back catalog, mm-hmm. and uh, if I had to pick one word to describe our podcast up till now. It's inconsistent, Luke. Mm. You know, we have some episodes that are silly, wacky bullshit. Mm-hmm. We have some episodes that are just laugh out loud funny. And we've got others that are just sort of straightforward and some that are stupid without being funny. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think, like, if anybody drops in at one random episode, you know, they think, oh, I know what this podcast is. It's this level of funny. And then they listen to the next episode and it's wildly inconsistent. So what I want to do with this episode, Luke, I'm I'm okay. just going to even us out. I'm right. going to get us on a nice, even keel. So if you start being a boring stick in the mud, I'm going to jump in with some wacky shit. Okay. And conversely, if you're a little too funny, I've got this stack of statistics on child slavery worldwide. Wow. And I'm just going to bring the mood down a little bit. That's uh, That's a very real choice. I mean, you could have just told me about uh, a sad puppy, a theoretical puppy, that didn't actually have to exist, and then, uh, you know, it's it's our our uh, vivid imaginations that bring our mood down, but you, you went with I, something... I could have chosen to do that, sure. Yeah. All right, well, I mean, as actually sad as that is, you might just be right, so all I have to do is be super boring, and you won't go there. Uh, yeah. Sounds good. What a flawless plan. Okay. <laughs> what a great theme for this episode. I mean, I was thinking I was going to go with, uh, uh, you know, I'm going to make sure it was exactly split down the middle. And as soon as we started being funny, just immediately put a stop to it. And just like, kibosh that shit. Yeah. Just like, oh, okay, let's make sure that it's a very plain gray color and, you know, just but bring like, in suggestions I, I, I'm that are okay. I'm okay with us being uproariously funny so long as we immediately even it out with the uh, these sobering statistics over here. We, I mean, we could go to just something about, like, t- uh, you know, patent law or something. Uh, something just boring. So, I'm thinking, uh, uh-huh. what if I work on my robot half and you uh-huh. work on the pasta half? And then halfway through, we switch. Okay, okay, like it, like it. That's a good approach. Good approach. Uh, the only y- problem you is, start? well, the only problem is, is that requires us to like go both record isolated, <laughs> uh, non-shared versions of our, our, our us just like talking, uh, thinking out loud, 
and then coming back and be like, let me present you with it. It's like literally cutting our podcast in half to do that. Well, and then, well, well I'm assuming that what you're going to do, just so that this episode is not twice as long, is we will each monologue into our microphones for however long. And then you'll just splice it back together so we're talking over each other. Do you feel experimental? <laughs> Uh, we are the Andes Warhol of the podcasting arts. All right, so Mason, here's, I, I, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not hating this, but let's just test it <laughs> for like five minutes, and we'll do five minutes of us just going without headphones, without talking, headphones. talking over each other. I've got five minutes of robot. You've got five minutes of pasta. Correct. Oh my god, this is stupid. This is the best idea. And I love <laughs> this it. is an idea of its own. All right. Okay. You ready? Are we ready? Yeah. Go, go ahead and, and count it off. Uh, three, two, one, and start five minute timer. Okay. So, okay. Here is my Your half listeners. of my what this is off. going to be. I'm still um, I'm act- actively here. trying to cover my headphones so that um, I don't hear any hear little bits of noise. In fact, I'm just going to turn him down so, just a little bit. Okay, robots, 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 pasta. robots. Now, robots. What I'm thinking what do I like uh, about vis-a-vis robots? Pasta I like when they actually is... have a bit of personality. Mm-hmm. I've got a Google Home. Pasta and I love with like when wheat. a Google Home will talk like to me, Durham, and I will talk to it. And, so forth. and it's getting and a little bit better, noodles, right? but there's still quite uh, a bit Gnocchi of a disconnect. Arguably, is a there's um, so <laughs> kind of can like we our podcast incorporate this week. some other sort of um, grain? Hmm. So what grains? Have I, I like been when used I, yet? I can say something like, you know, okay, Google to let's generate a past do this, uh, and well. it's like, oh. No problem. Again, I'm going to play that for you. Or, oh, okay, here's the news. Or, oh, the weather is this. And, you know, it's very uh, instantaneous corn. and very, very helpful. I've even got what it set up like? so that my light is triggered is by it in my room. And I, I, when I walk into my room, no, I, I'm I close enough so. to the Google Home that like I can say, okay, Google, turn on bedroom light. And it does. And then I don't have to find a light switch. Or if I ha- okay, my hands so are full or something pasta. like that, it's a very convenient. Uh, shapes, so I shapes think part of what fun. I would want, do we want our corn in well? is something um, that I can talk to. What I like about candy and the vocal recognition is that you can reassemble can trigger it into whatever the original happens next. Now we can already set up things uh, like that. Like uh, so uh, I'm sure that a Google Home could be Bluetooth paired to like a Roomba and say like, okay, start vacuuming and or something like that. Then stick it back. That would be really cool. But what other physical things? And we then, want. I mean, we like tackled a little bit about this with our appliance, over your pasta, but uh, where it's clapomatic, but we were also thinking about, like, you know, could it make us breakfast And or so you've got that mm. that wonderful pasta what texture on the outside. This might even be, like, a handheld thing. Uh, that's frequently... If and we were in our jokey joke mode, you've got we your would, flavor sauce. Uh, you know, have it just do a thick sex enough thing. that it'll, it'll stand uh, a up robot as a sex thing. And you can just well, there's plenty of this this corn things pasta that uh, with robots like that fuck you. Marinara, uh, that's all well and good, but you know, are there good robots get that, that get fucked? Form. I think. You know what? I think um, considering the other half butter? of this is going to be pasta, oh, I don't want to get the. The okay. genitalia so involved corn shaped, at all. Corn pasta uh, I think I'm going to keep that separate, just for the good of, made out of all sauce. Of humanity. And let's um, see. Hmm. Um, Let me see. I don't really have too much okay, yet. Okay, so what kind of voice activated? Profiles. I like. I said zesty uh, earlier, automation but I don't in general. Know if that's work mm, with we, we talk about driverless pasta. cars and things like that. Uh, I would love to have other. Well, butter. I mentioned butter. Um, something that you would think you'd need to do. Um, I mean, there are robots I that are I able need to cook to make for sure us, and that's the obvious trajectory that I would want to go with if it was pasta. Okay, this robot will make you pasta. That is just the obvious home run idea. That is way too obvious for me to go with. Cheese? A robot that can cheese. automatically do I could, something I with pasta. Do like a, I don't need like it to fuse. We will like fuse it. Like we will fuse it. Or barbecue we'll sauce figure that kind part of flavor out. with with the cheese. Voice activated um, robot that can okay, also so, so like a cheese log. Just the, cheese the log next level of conversation spicy can actively try to not just do these cop out answers of oh uh, I'm sorry I can't help with that yet. But actually tries to learn and so you uses the, the language pasta. to it's, properly it's a, it's learn. It's an assembly. Actually sort of like how you have to your sentence. Craft like if we can get to the point 
you, where you boil your uh, subtitling can be very automatic pasta. and get it like ninety five percent correct. Each kernel of which correct. is I think there's just a, an inherent flour, structure to uh, how we speak into that it should be able to then boil it. And then once you've got it uh, boiled and cooked, it to grow that then way. you stick each one. I'm sure, into technology the is cock. going in that direction. Okay, problem. Uh, but, pasta uh, is if not that was an actual around the house robot, that so would we be need very helpful. That's not much of a new idea, that though, is like, it? Each one contains mm. solar power, like a stick, no. like a thumbtack. No, but it's obviously indoors. I don't want. This a is a robot for around I the want, house, maybe in the yard. I want something. <gasps> there we go. That's, gonna, that's an idea. In the yard, this is that. not Either just your the around the house. Have uh, 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 helper bought there. It's it's something that would help. Basically, a Roomba for your yard, but but. We'll hold the bag. We'll no, you know what? Uh, come hang out Close with you. Spikes. That kind of thing. Yeah, I think I'm good. Uh, All right, uh, I'm coming back, and I'm gonna uh, listen to my brother and see what the hell he was talking about. Yard waste. Uh, thank you. Yard for waste bags. Um, can also prune the br- the bushes. That kind of thing. Uh, Luke's That'd gonna be good. come back any moment now. Hey. Hey, Mason, you, you, you back? I'm back. What's up? Hi. Okay, so, uh, thank you, willing subjects of our podcast experiment. I hope that was interesting. Uh, that being the dear listeners. Hey, hey, Mason, what'd you get? Uh, well, I decided that what I really needed to do to innovate with pasta was to make it using a new grain. Because, you know, we have wheat pasta, we have rice pasta. So I decided I would make corn pasta. Hmm. And then I was thinking, well, what kind of shape do I want corn pasta to be? Because, you know, pasta comes in all sorts of fun shapes. And I was thinking, well, I'll just form it back into corn kernel shape. And then I can stick it onto a cob. So basically you have your corn flour. You make corn pasta. Each corn pasta piece is the shape of a corn kernel. Boil them up, you get that that good pasta texture, and then you stick it back onto a cob that's cheese. So you get, like, cheese cob and clean pasta around the outside, and you get that corn with cheese taste. Uh, You get, like, sort of a a great texture as you're eating it, and it's good. Damn, dude, that's way the fuck better than my idea. (laughs) Okay, tell me about your robot. (laughs) So... Uh, one of my main things was I have the, the, you know, a Google home. I use it for a couple of things. I'll use it for just like, you know, play this music. I also ask it to play the news. I'll ask it about the weather. Um, but also I've got it hooked up to a light switch in my bedroom. Just, you know, if my hands are full and I don't want to find a light switch, I can just tell it to turn on a light. So, uh, this is already where we're at. That's pretty exciting. But, um, what I was thinking was the obvious, helpful step would be a robot in the kitchen that could you know be voice activated to help you pick out your pasta or whatever but then i was thinking your your corn pasta cobs yes right but then i was thinking oh no that's too easy that's the easy fusion that everybody's gonna it's, it's an obvious home run you hear robot and pasta hey a robot makes you pasta yeah so i took it outdoors <laughs> okay and uh, now it's a voice-activated robot that can mm-hmm. help you with chores around the yard, essentially like a Roomba for your leaves or something like that. Yeah, they and, already have like lawn mowing Roombas, basically. Yeah, but not not quite that. Just something that would be able to actually talk with you and converse with you outdoors, or um, you know, hold your lawn waste bag, or you know. Okay. Okay, my my dude, my dude, you thought yeah. you were getting away from my pasta, but little did you know that I was going to make corn on the cob, which is a great outdoors food, right? Exactly, So yeah, we got you. our robot, it's going to do like grilling and shit. Yep, I like this grill bot concept, but here's the thing, you've already like, you already nailed it with that corn, corn on the cob pasta That's what idea. I do, bro, I bring the heat. Man, have we been going about this all wrong? Should we have divided and conquered for like more of our ideas? Uh, I well, <laughs> let us know, listeners. I'm gonna go ahead and <laughs> submit the verdict of the week early. Verdict I know of the we week. usually do these at the end of the episode, but listeners, should we divide and conquer like this? By which I mean, should we divide up the podcast 
and conquer your eardrums with our noise. <laughs> yes, exactly. Just give you Well, the other the other thing is is that yes, there was this awkward cacophony for a solid 5 minutes which we will never regret. Uh <laughs> but then also that's a that's a that's an idea like we could we could have our individual topics and prepare beforehand. I know that part of the fun of this is the the journey and not necessarily the destination. Right. But like if I recorded and you recorded and then we had it separately and then came it had it come back together and then we started the ground running, hit the ground running a little bit better. I, anyway, I don't anyway. know, dude, I'm I'm not really a big fan of preparing or doing no, I get that. Any sort of work other than this wonderful stack of child slavery statistics that I have printed out. That can stay right there. Don't worry. We are uh, going to uh, keep this fine. at a you nice... It's funny yet. So that's a nice... We're, we're going to keep it at a nice even keel. Even keel. Yeah. Is that the phrase? Uh, yes. Okay. This keel, very even. Grillbot. Very even. Even Steven. Grillbot grilling you up. Corn pasta, yes. I don't know what else to do with this now. It, it, it that's the thing that's troubling about this. It seems it's, we like we hit it inside of fifteen minutes. Yeah, what the hell? <laughs> we had twice as much work, and we did it in a quarter of the time. Oh. no! Honestly, what do we do now? Okay. Um. More complicated. Uh, uh, propellers, uh, whistles, uh, uh, GPS. Why would it need GPS grilling? In case the grill it gets lost. In case it wanders into the neighbor's yard and starts grilling <laughs> corn for him. Uh, corn pasta. Corn pasta. Corn pasta. Okay. Has anyone done corn pasta? Like, is that a thing? Like, why would I you did not Google be able it. to do that? I did Google it just now. Now, there's two things you're essentially talking about. You're talking about a corn grain used amongst other grains in a blend. And there are some that are like that, like a brown rice and corn pasta. Oh, like a um, multi-grain. Sure, sure. Yeah. And the, it, when you grind up your corn, reform it, and boil it, you're talking about polenta. Yeah, no, I brought up polenta, but I was like, no, that's more like a cornmeal you know, paste. I'm talking about pasta. Like, there's right. a specific thing you do when you make pasta, and polenta is not it. Well, that is somewhat fair, but I, I mean, if it's just cornmeal and eggs formed and then and then boiled and blanched, sorry, blanched and uh, 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 drained uh, or shocked or whatever, um, that uh, I'm not actually sure. Well, I mean, you're talking cornmeal. I was saying corn flour. Completely different oh. texture, my dude. Yeah, you know what? You're right. Like you um, don't make you don't make spaghetti out of wheat like meal. No, no, no. That's that's fair. Now, what you tend to get with corn flour is you get it mixed with fat for corn tortillas, and uh, you get it, you know, mixed with uh, other ingredients and then deep fried. That's very present in in Mexican cuisine. Uh, but it is not the same as mixed with eggs and then boiled, which I'm sure it's something, but like maybe only it maybe it only applies to like corn dumplings or something like that. Hmm. Um, so I think this I'm sure that someone's done it, but I don't know what it is. Okay, so my other concern vis-a-vis uh, assembling the corn-shaped corn kernel pasta back into cob form is getting it stuck onto the cheese cob, okay? Mm -hmm. uh, and you might think, oh, he's just going to, like, the cheese cob is just going to be sticky. But if it's too sticky, it's not going to have the texture we need to have the structural integrity of the cob. So I was wondering, like, can we have each little pasta no nobule, can it have a spike, like a thumbtack, but edible? So, like, cloves, maybe. Uh, I mean, part of the tricky thing about this is that now that I'm actually, like, I understand the, the components of it, but the other thing is, is that once you got these corn kernels and you boil them up, are you saying that they then get re-lined up? 
and insert it in like in yeah yeah harness. we're we're, like, we're reassembling tricky. them back into a corn cob that yes. is a lot of extra work and in in fact i would suggest needs some automation and or a robot in order to be feasible um here's another concept for you the corn pasta yeah is already formed into the uh into the kernels in the in the pasta making process that's just like automatically churned out like factory style or whatever. Sure, sure. We got our robot on it. He's handling everything. Sure. Yeah. You boil and blanch your uh your corn kernels. Mhm. And then you eat them. <laughs> and okay. You, you skip the cob part because here's skip the thing. Skip the cob. Okay. I don't think grilling corn kernel getting re put back on the cob and then grilling it that's like grilled pasta right like if you took if you took some cooked pasta threw on the grill and took it back off it's not gonna taste as appealing it's it's different i would i would disagree sir you get like a lasagna noodle and then toss it on the grill get those grill marks get that nice searing like you know that when you have like a lasagna and the the outer edge, you get that mm. brown crispiness. That's the good shit, man. You might be onto something if it has a nice garlic butter kind of flavor to it. It does, and it gets crispy, crisped up, but isn't like unpalatably uh, uh, firm. That could be pretty good. But the the basically what you were just saying about the thumbtacky kind of no, we're just no, no, no. We're not going to put thumbtacks in the food. Huh? Scary, horrible, 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 horrible. Um, Fair. I think the best strategy for this is I'm just trying to think mechanically about how you're going to like assemble this. And I think the best strategy is all these corn kernels. Mm -hmm. I think that they, when they get, you know, made in the uh, uh, factory, I think they all have like, imagine them all lined up in a row. Sure. You're going to need them to like be held sort of somewhat together with a bit of a brace on either side, right? And then that okay. piece you can just sort of snap off. Like after you've boiled it and 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 um you you boiled these like corn kernel sticks. Okay. You drain the drain the water, then you just okay. pop off the support sticks and you got all the all the loose kernels or if you want to eat the kernels loose or if you want to reassemble into co- cob form you can take the entire stick and apply it to a cob, like a stick at a time. And then you're cutting down that labor significantly. It's more feasible because they're all like lined up with the pokey end down together. You can press it into something that has a little bit of give. Uh, cheese is a nice idea, but I'm thinking more like almost like a, a an almost an almost cooked dough or something. Okay, okay. Like oh, if, no, you know what? If we're gonna be getting our grill bot on this shit, mm. ground beef. Maybe that's got f- like fat and liquid uh, with it as well. That's gonna want to come out as it's cooking. Okay, and, well, and let, we let's say center, we want our like grill bot to be grilling this shit. What can you press corn pasta kernels into I'm tell- I'm that you, you would man, then want to grill? Mostly cooked dough. This is, if you took a little breadstick, and mm-hmm. it only takes. Like imagine, you know, imagine a a a breadstick that's like, uh, you know, about as long as a drinking glass, but about as uh uh thick around as uh, a roll of quarters. So maybe like four pens. Okay. All right, something that size. Now imagine I'm a bre- imagine a, a breadstick that size. Now, if you pop that in the oven and you wanted to bake it until it was crisp, it's gonna take what like like maybe eight minutes, right? So what okay. I'm saying is you cook it f- two, maybe three minutes. Okay. And then you pop the, the corn pasta kernels into it. Then right. when you pop the corn cob, the corn kernel cob, back onto the grill, that extra heat is going to take it the rest of the way and infuse those corn pasta juices into it. Okay, and then like and if And it you will want- firm up. That's that's like dippable at that point. Like if you want to have like oh, yeah. a little tub of marinara, a little tub of cheese sauce, a little tub of like peanut butter mousse, you can dip that in anything. Sure. I think the pasta part's good. 
But we need, I think we need to revisit the, the grill bot part of this. Our grill bot friend. Well, I mean, that's the thing, right? Is human beings, we got our big, you know, grunting men who have taken possession of this, of this grilling and like cooking's not effeminate if you do it outdoors. And, right. and then they're, they're like, oh, check me out. I'm making this steak. I'm making these hot dogs. It's like, no, you know what? A robot would probably do this, like, sit the fuck down, John Henry, because a robot is going to come along and take your job and is going to grill things in ways that you never thought possible. We're talking, like, grilling at multiple temperatures. We're talking about, like, multiple heat sources going. We're talking, like, you never have to clean that because it's, like, perfectly separating the food from the grill each time. I just had the best idea for completing the picture, too, is... uh the the grill bot has to be able to like make good dad jokes. Okay, yes. And like fulfill the dad stereotype in multiple other ways. Did you ever see that like Craigslist posting for a grill dad? Like uh, yes. W- yeah, yeah. <laughs> like for for the listeners who might not have have heard this, it was a, a legitimate Craigslist posting for that was like we swear this isn't creepy or weird. We just have to have a barbecue and we don't have a grill dad. Uh, we just need you to come and cook us some burgers and make dad jokes and just, just hang out for a couple hours and and that's it. Um, yeah. And so if if to, to, to a group of people like that, where they might not have that grill dad in their life, that's Mm -hmm. when this grill bot comes in and can provide the social services as well as the grilling services because as the technology gets better they can like actually respond in conversation and tell corny dad jokes fantastic you know what i'm envisioning in my in my head like what i'm seeing is you got that robot hand but yeah. like fingertips you've got like individual flame fingertips right like flame mm, jets okay and then maybe also like the surface of the hands, he can also heat up like a like a stove element as well. So like he's flipping stuff, he's moving, and he he can look at it with his uh, infrared eyes, and he can be like, oh, that bit there is actually rare, not medium rare. Give me a second, and he'll just sort of like literally touch it with his hand, and be like, there, now it's uh, now it's medium rare. Hmm. That reminds me of there's a I know there's a uh, Thomas Keller uh, recipe. For some kind of roast ham or something mm-hmm. that um, before he even puts – and don't ask me why this is, but scientifically I guess it makes some sort of sense. Mm-hmm. Before he puts the roast in the oven, mm-hmm. he takes a blowtorch to the entire exterior of it. Okay. While it's still like raw. He takes the blowtorch to it, you know, rubs it or whatever, and then blowtorches blow the entire outside and then roasts it and supposedly that like – forms the crust on the outside that seals the juices in better or something like that. Mm. Anyway, just that just reminded me of that. But you know what? Uh, 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 you know, a hot day good for a barbecue reminds me of? Water? Yeah, I know, like a to dip in the pool. Let's go swim in the water cooler. <laughs> Let's go swim in the water cooler. All right. Here we go. Hey, dear listeners, thanks for listening to Robots and Past Us so far. Uh, thanks for also getting through that, uh, or maybe you skipped through a little bit, uh, the uh, that weird divide and conquer concept from uh, the beginning of the episode. I think if we do it again, we're not going to have just five minutes straight like that. Uh, maybe we can figure out a way to edit that a little bit better so it's... Not that. Uh, anyway, we're still looking for some suggestions for topics to invent. If you have perhaps some friends uh, that you think would potentially be into this show or might be interested in that interactive component, uh, feel free to share uh, what we got going on, higaishow.com, uh, plus the email, show at gmail.com or at show on Twitter. Uh, we'll, we're open for suggestions for a little bit here, and uh, we got we got a couple still uh, in the tank ready to go, but uh, we need more. So if you've been thinking about it, if you've been on the precipice of suggesting some things, uh, hit us up. You can also advertise with us at advertisecast.com slash 2493. We've done just some podcast uh, ad exchanges. If you want your podcast to be advertised here, uh, we're open to exchanging uh, little ads for that too. Uh, hit us up. And here's some more of those right here. Get Shake to Space is a podcast about why 
I, Jake Smith, should be the next human being to go into space. How am I going to do it? Just regular podcast stuff. I'm going to invite my friends on and interview them. I'm going to write fiction about space. I'm going to just list a bunch of movies and books that I've seen and read and stuff. If any of that sounds interesting to you, you have bad taste in things, but I appreciate it. So come check me out. Get Jake to space. We've all been there. Something annoys you, you shout about it, but people don't really listen. They don't seem to care. We're Things Wrong With Things, and we do care. Come to us and we can help you with all your ranting and raving needs, giving you the closure you so sorely deserve. You can find us at wrongthing.net, at wrongthings on Twitter, and wherever else you find your podcasts. Things Wrong With Things, because there are things wrong with things. So, what does this thing look like? Glad you asked. Okay, so this thing is going to be outdoors. So we know it's weatherproofed. It's not one of those things where if it gets wet, it's going to get fucked up. Right. Um, it's going to actually, be... actually, I, I, I question that because okay, nobody is enjoying their barbecue out in the rain, and I'm thinking this might be an all-purpose kind of bot that you do want to bring inside because it could just be like one of those uh, Google Home type things after. Okay. Um, that once it's indoors, the voice recognition, whatever. When when it when it's outdoors, it could also easily be under an umbrella or something. Like I think okay. it would do better outdoors than most humans. Well, now let me let me though introduce this thing. Like we're picturing this thing at the family barbecue, right? Right. What's more typical in the family barbecue than oops, the wrong person gets pushed into the pool? Ah. I thought you were gonna say like an oops all berries joke, like oops all corn. <laughs> What's... Yeah, the the oops all template is is uh, a great a great mine for jokes. You can you can make oops yeah. all anything instead of the corn going into the breadstick cor- cores. It's just into more corn. The drink is corn. The salad is also corn. Yeah, yeah, and the robot fueled on corn. Robot robot corn. Sure. And he runs right, on okay. corn? Yeah. Does that yeah, make this, him a cannibal? This, uh... You know what I think about this bit? That it's keeping those child slavery statistics far, far away? That's why I'm here, man. Alright, good stuff. So? So? What's it look like? Okay, uh... You remember Botsmaster? <laughs> you know, I do... Okay, for any of our listeners who are not the audience of maybe a thousand people who saw this cartoon, um, there was a cartoon back on uh, back in the '90s on Canadian TV called Botsmaster, and the gimmick was that you actually would get like 3D glasses, and they would have battle scenes with the robots, and the show would encourage you to put on the 3D glasses so you could see it in 3D. Um, really? Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Put on your 3D shades. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I do remember that. Yeah, huh. but uh, dude had like a whole underground base with all his robot friends, and oh, one of so them was good. a cook. Oh, dude, it was so good. Remember the ninja one? Yeah, ninjas, yeah. Oh, I remember drawing like doodling like what my robots would look like in church. And, like, it's so easy to design robots when you're doodling, as it turns out, because you just, like, have a bunch of tubes and where, you know, the shoulders would be and yeah, like just if, grates if and you, lights. If you're and... only relying on cartoon physics, you can make a robot look like basically whatever. Yeah, um, you could pretty much yeah, not no. draw a, a shitty robot. It, you can take any shitty robot design and then do a good version of it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, Botsmaster also eerily prophetic because, you know, they were putting, uh, the evil corporation was putting robots in everyone's homes that would, you know, supposed to be doing great chores for them and would turn their light switch on and off and check the weather for them. But then they were going to take over the world because they had a, a robot in everyone's home. But then you had Ziv Zoolander and yes, that was his 
Wow. His his actual name. Beautiful. And he was fighting the power and his robots actually had human personalities and they were his friends. Hmm. So what I'm saying is somewhere there's a Ziv Zoolander who's like fighting against Google question mark. <laughs> and uh, we just okay. need to get in touch with him and he has a cook. And he's just got these the robots crawling around him, like all the little bugs and whatever, and he's just like making And remember that episode where the bots, bots decided that he needed to, you know, go on a date with a girl, but they didn't know how to get him on a date with a girl, so they opened up the robot catalog I... and they found a page with a model and they tried to order her. Oh my god, I do not remember that at all. Yeah, it was it was so good. Like she actually wound up becoming his girlfriend. Prophetic indeed. Um, okay. God, that was an amazing show. So, but 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 what's our grillbot look like? Our grillbot looks like his cook. Okay, how did that look? He had like multiple arms, and like the different arms had different cooking tools, and he uh, okay. he had like a big round body. And then yep. the head was up on, like, a big, long neck. And then I think he had a chef's hat on top. Okay. Uh, do you like all that? Because we could just do that, but, like, with a Hawaiian shirt and an apron and, and, and like, socks yes, and sandals. Yes, the Hawaiian shirt is key. We need the Hawaiian shirt. All right. I, I got to go ahead and say this, uh, dear listeners. If you're feeling that fan art vibe, please, please hook us up, because... This is very drawable. Well, I mean, we could just look up fan art of Botsmaster and then <laughs> repurpose it. I'm basically imagining like the uh, uh, the Mega Man boss version of uh, Soldier seventy six in his dad costume. Did you wind yeah, up okay. seeing that? That was just oh, so good. It's, it's it's good stuff. It's good stuff. I didn't wind up getting that skin, and it made me sad. But I did get Beach Bum McCree. That made me happy. Nice. All right. Nice. Anyway. Um, what about... He's got all these different tools for bringing together. What else can he make? I mean, I know we, we know his specialty. His what specialty other... is the grilled corn pasta, yes. What about other kinds of pasta that he would take to the grill? Oh, this motherfucker can grill whatever you want. Like gnocchi? This dude does a mad grilled gnocchi. I could see that. I could see that. Well, it's something that's like a slightly different structure, but could be grilled, like an okonomiyaki or something. Yeah, yeah, no, he could grill you one of them. You know what? In general, I think a grilled okonomiyaki could kick a lot of ass. Fuck yes, it could. It just has to have enough of a... uh, uh, What's the word? It has to... It has, uh, has the structural integrity. Cohese enough that it doesn't drip through. Yeah. Yeah. Cohere would be the verb form of that word. Yes. Uh, but yeah, no, I'm figuring like you do the okonomiyaki, you just do enough on a griddle or like on a frying pan. I, wait, wait, wait. I want to come back to cohese because it's, it's cohesive, but it's also coherent. It's cohere. But it it's there's cohesion that happens. Okay, it's Coheed and Cambria, yeah. and now they... now, co. If something coheres, okay. If it comes together, it coheres. What's the no past... matter the weather? What's the past tense? What's the future tense? Uh, coheded, cohimbri, and covalent bonding. That's it. That's what I was getting wrong. Okay, sorry. Uh, continue. Frying pan something? Something about okay, a frying yeah. pan? Okay, yeah. No, you just fry it just enough that it sticks together as a single entity, then transfer that onto the grill, and that way you get those grill mo- those grill lines, those grill marks. That's essential, those grill lines. Uh, yeah. Now, now I'm just thinking about the phrase, cohesis pieces. <laughs> I'm sorry, that doesn't that doesn't help. Well, I know that's when you get the Reese's pieces and you stick them together. Yeah. <laughs> Into some fudge, maybe. Have you seen that <sighs> Reese's cup that's got the Reese's pieces inside it? That's like the, the pregnant Reese's cup. Yeah, that's like an an oh god why. 
because sort of because it's tasty. That's why. I mean, I guess it will probably taste. It's not like it's it's a pile of like very specifically constructed sugars, and and you know it'll it'll taste fine. Can you grill it? You think? Oh, this is actually on topic. Did you catch that? Uh, this is dating the episode a little bit. Not not too much. Uh, the did you catch the April Fools? Uh, Burger King dessert whopper. I did see that. Yeah, I would. I would fuck that up. Yeah, no, for sure. It looked pretty damn good, and I actually have had a dessert burger before. Uh, it was, it was using a lot of surrealism. There was jelly tomatoes, and uh, it was a donut bun that nice. was made to look just like a McDonald's bun. It was like a chocolate cookie patty. Yeah, and yep. um. And th- this was the weird thing, mm-hmm. was it looked so much like just a very humble, shitty McDonald's burger, because mm-hmm. it wasn't very big, it was relatively small, that this is what would happen. You would, you would look at it, and you'd be like, oh, yeah, that's, that's a burger. And you'd take a bite, and you'd be like, what? It's, it's like chocolate and donut. Like, oh, that's good. Oh, fuck. That's nothing like what I thought. And then you'd put it down, and you'd look at it, and you'd be like, all right, but the next bite's going to be a burger, though. <laughs> <laughs> like, your brain could not accept it for a good couple of bites. It was quite interesting. That 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 is amazing. I am yeah. totally in favor of that. Surrealism in food, which is exactly what we're doing with it this is. corn on the cob that is actually pasta with cheese or bread or whatever. Like, that's that's just damn good idea. If it that's some work. good shit, yeah. And who better to present it than this grill dad? Uh, he's, got, he's got a name. We gonna I mean, we keep saying grill dad, but it's like grill bot. Um, well, I mean, we, we also keep referring to him by masculine pronouns, and that that's well, like we're not giving him a penis. Yeah, it's not. I mean, aren't we? <laughs> we we could. That's where the condiments are. Like you, <laughs> well, catch up on that. And it's just like it's on like a lazy Susan around his waist, like a hula skirt. Yeah. <laughs> hey there, sport. Do you want some mayo on that? No, grill dad. I'm actually good. Do you want some garlic aioli on that? No, seriously. Do you want some Thousand Island? Grill dad, get get back to grilling. <laughs> yeah, something like that. Oh, you don't want the relish though. Oh, yeah, no, chunky. Not so great. <laughs> that just comes out an orifice in the back. <laughs> oh, that's horrible. He just shits relish onto your burger. Well, it's not yeah, a burger. Like, like anything that's chunky comes out there, like uh, you want a little coleslaw <laughs> Some salsa. on the side. Some salsa. Salsa, your, absolutely. Your corn pass. Okay. Okay. We need like to name both parts of this. Like he's got a refrigerated compartment inside his torso. We gotta name. We gotta name both parts of this. Okay. We got. Th- we got the grill. D- dad. Okay. If we just did Dadbot, and he was intended to be just an outdoor robot that could also mow the lawn, rake the leaves, you know, prune the hedges, could just be Dadbot. Like, I'm good with Dadbot. The only like I like I like it in concept as like the the stereotypical dad roles and as progressive as we like to get with the show, uh, it seems like it's the most accurate descriptor for the task. Yeah, you know what, dad is a social construct. It's not tied to gender or even necessarily to reproduction. Like you can have a dad role in a family and possess neither penis nor biological offspring. Like, mm, it's 21st yeah. century. Anybody can be a dad. Yeah. Uh, okay. Now, for the, cor- the corn pasta, yeah. what's the Italian word for corn? Uh, I don't know offhand. I know some Italian food words, but I don't know this one. Okay, because I'm thinking we just take that and add eni on the end of it. It's, um, it's mace, but mice. Mycini. Mycini. Um, let's see if that is a thing. Oh. The, uh, uh, that appears to be some type of bag. Not anymore. We're taking the name. 
Mycenae. Uh, our dad bot makes a mean Mycenae. Hey there, sport. How do you like your Mycenae? Uh, I would love it with some fresh grated Parmesan. Coming right up. Oh, does it have to be coming, though? I mean, where, where am I getting the cheese from? Well, well, that that's just coming off the scalp. He just, like, pops off uh, the, uh, the chef's hat, and he, like, scratches his scalp, and it comes off like dandruff. That's really gross. I, I suppose it's not grosser than the shit relish, though. <laughs> no, the shit relish is infinitely grosser. What's what's the worst, though, is when you want, like, um, like tapioca, because that comes out what? of, like, a cyst in the middle of his back that you Jesus, have to squeeze no, for him. Jesus, no. Since when like, is that the dessert bar? Can you get that cyst bar? for me? Just squeeze it. No! Stop your words. <laughs> this... Like, a dessert bar kind of concept could be fun, you know, just hot fudge for your Sunday, nice cherry. That could be cute. Now, the problem is, if DadBot uh, gets a little too much dad programming on him, and he just gets tired of waiting on you hand and foot, and he just toddles over to where the lawn chair is and sits down, it's like, hey, sport, grab your old man a beer. And it's like, what? Why? <laughs> yeah, I mean he doesn't run on that. That's no. Don't you give me any lip. I brought you into this world. I can take you out. <laughs> you you didn't actually. That's <laughs> <laughs> It's just like fully programmed with all of the things that uh, a dad would actually You're a year and a half say. old. <laughs> That's pretty good too. Um, I'm just trying to think of other things dads would do. Oh, saving children from precarious situations. Hard like, to do when you've got, like, grill and chopping and spatula hands. Yeah, did he not get regular hands? Is he just, like, tentacling everywhere with specific uh, danger tools? Okay, I, th- I think maybe, no, we do need to give him regular hands. You're correct. Well, we could just have one hand. Like, okay, so... If you just took a design for Inspector Gadget with all of his gadgets out, mm-hmm. and you made sure all the gadgets were kitchen utensils, and then yeah. you swapped out the center torso, uh, you know, the the trench coat and human face, and you just instead put in, like, a, a trash can with a, a robot face. Okay. Um, Hawaiian and, shirt. Hawaiian shirt. And Hawaiian shirt. And socks with sandals. And, yes. uh... Uh, a hula skirt of condiments. Yep. And uh, uh, just put a little chef's hat on him, and that's Dadbot. I am absolutely in favor of this, yes. Mm. And his specialty makes you a nice Mycenae. Takes all day to get it ready, but hey, once it's done, you'll think you're having corn. Lo and behold, it's, uh, it's a nice, awesome. savory Italian-style interpretation. Dip it in some marinara. I say Italian, but really it's mostly uh, in, in, it's just pasta. (laughs) That's what I meant. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, you don't call ramen pasta, you call it noodles. Well, I mean, the Italians, as we all know, Marco Polo got pasta from the Chinese originally, right? Oh, yeah. Hmm. So the first noodles probably were rice noodles. What's the actual etymology behind pasta? We got a couple minutes to kill. Let's fucking, let's do that. Uh, <laughs> we, uh, pasta. Pasta dishes. Talks about the construction. Pasta etymology. Paste, late 19th century Italian, literally paste. Yeah, no, I figured. Yeah. Because you make a pasty sort of dough. Yeah, although there are some interesting other things. Late Latin, pasta meant dough, pastry, cake, or paste. But Mm -hmm. the ancient Greek pasta was more of like a barley porridge from pastos uh, sprinkled with salt. So there's some barley porridge sprinkled with salt that was their paste in the ancient Greek. 
and that word was pasta, but like they discontinued that in favor of pasta. Right, and I think they made the right call. I would much rather eat spaghetti than salty oatmeal. Yeah, me too. Well, I think I think we might be good. Are we good? I mean, I don't know what else to add. This is a fully formed idea. Yeah, I mean, like, it's cool to have an episode. All the cool kids these days are doing podcast episodes that are, like, 40 minutes long. That's fine. Oh, yeah, I guess they are. That is what cool kids do. Or alternately, like, when you go back and do the water cooler segment, you could just cram in a bunch of extra advertisements. Yeah, in the water cooler segment, I'll just speak real slow. Yeah, no, that's going to be super great to listen to. So uh, what was our verdict for this week? Uh, our verdict was, should we divide and conquer more oh, often? Oh, Jesus. I really hope that this does not determine the fate of the podcast, but we're going to have to listen to you a little bit on that one. Yes, uh, ladies and gentlemen, if you enjoyed what happened, uh, uh, why uh, would you vote for it. Oh, Jesus. All right, well, we'll see what happens with that. Um, the other thing is just a reminder... Uh, you know, we have, uh, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, uh, but also we'll take, we're taking suggestions. Might take us a couple of weeks at this point to, to get to them, but we are, our ears are open and our hearts are open and our bowels are open. Some of us more than others. Uh, but, uh, yeah, next week we have a, a suggestion from our friend M. What? M? What did she say? She would like us to invent a family pet. A, a pet? Yes, a pet. Like like petting? Like one that you can pet, potentially. Okay. But uh, one that's uh, good to keep around in the household around your family. You know, not going to eat the baby or whatever. A uh, rover. Yeah, something you can call Rover. I, I think I think we're good. Rex? We we can end we can end now. Alf. Do do the thing. Well, I should do the thing. Yes. You sure you don't want to hear about the plight of Let's let's save all of those juicy pet names for next week. Okay. Well, dear listeners, dear, dear, dear listeners, until next time. Thumbs up, monorail eggplant. Good night, everybody. Good night. Yep. Okay.